Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show where we can be as delusional as we want. My name is Christy. And my name is Illumide. And this is the Big Empty Purse podcast. If there is anything good about clogs, Crocs has taken it all away. And people are like, oh, like they make good shower shoes. Like a pair of flip flops does, and they're easier and better and less hideous. And people put the fucking charms. I hate Crocs. So, Illumide, what have you been up to since the last episode? I'll start with content, because you know what? For the first time in a long time, I actually have consumed content. I took my raggedy ass to the theater to go see John Wick, part four. Mm. It was good. I really liked it. I, I thought the plot was decent. The storytelling was nice. But more than anything, I really, really enjoyed the action sequences. The people who make that John Wick movie, they have some fantastic eye for action sequences like the camera work was great now let me complain about contractors sorry i'm gonna take time to complain <laughs> about this last year when i had some hvac unit issues i called a contractor in dundalk baltimore to come out and evaluate what the issue was they charged me 99 dollars to show up the guy they sent shows up does not even look at the unit for more than i'm not even kidding you two minutes and he says i have to buy a new one i said a new one this unit is not even six seven years old why am i buying a new one and i'm like well if i'm buying because the hvac units there's two of them there's the inside unit and then there's the actual outside sear unit and i was like okay is the inside unit or the outside unit the problem he was like well it could be either one or the other but you should just replace both i'm like uh okay how much would that cost and he calls his whatever manager and they send me a quote for fifteen thousand dollars when i tell you i was screaming i was screaming and i was like well i know that the units are fine is there a temporary solution? Because let me tell you right now, I ain't got it. They're like, oh, you know, we have payment plans. I was like, uh, we're not doing that bullshit. Is there a solution I can use in the meantime? And he says he can just charge my unit, recharge it with the, the R22 refrigerant, which apparently has been discontinued by the U.S. because it depletes the ozone. And there's something else you're supposed to use. And you can't just top up. You either have to drain the system entirely and put the new one in. Or go find a very expensive version of R22 to top off with. And I was like, okay, whatever the case is, however you want to do it, it's up to you. How do you do it? Brings me a quote for $600 for organic solvents, Christy. As if they didn't fucking send me to school. Why am I paying $600 for organic solvents? The fuck? (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Thank you so much for your time. And by the way, the guy, because he he didn't actually tell me what was wrong with my unit, I felt iffy about it. Because I don't like when Mm -hmm. people, contractors come and they treat you like you're a fucking imbecile. Explain what is wrong with this unit to me. And then if I understand it correctly, I know you're not scamming me and we can move forward with the solution that you propose. And you have to explain why you think that solution is going to solve my fucking problem. He Mm -hmm. didn't, I kept pressing. I was like, can you explain to me? No, nothing. I was like, all right, thank you for your fucking time. Thank you for charging me $99 for doing absolutely fucking nothing. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. every day for the next two weeks that fucking company called me they called me to be like oh when should we show up to schedule that thing and i was like don't show up to schedule the thing and a good friend recommended another person which i use and they cost so much less and they did way more and the guy explained exactly what the problem is mm-hmm. tell me why i wake up two days ago to a charge six hundred dollars on my credit card and i was like i don't recognize this charge i had to call the credit card company They're like hey block that if you can't block it start disputing it and by the way while you're at it close the entire credit card down because this looks like fraud i don't know what this is I don't want that charge to come through. Otherwise, 
I have to fight a bigger battle. I closed the entire thing and the guy on the credit card <laughs> on the other line was like, oh, it looks like you might have previous interaction with this company that's billing you again. And then I asked him for the number and then I called him. And apparently they were like, oh, we're so sorry. We made a mistake. We'll go ahead and refund you. <laughs> I was like, you made a fucking mistake? A mistake? Several questions. One, I haven't had any business with you for over seven months. Why have you stored my credit card information for that long? And why are you billing me when I haven't authorized it? This is fraud. One, and two, even if you, it were a genuine mistake, somebody fucked up. The moment it happened, because I'm sure you have, wherever you found my credit card information from, you could have found my contact information. You should have called the very minute to say, hey, we made a mistake. We're going to reverse the charge. If you see it on your credit card, please don't be alarmed. We're taking care of it. No, I had to call my credit card, fight my credit card, and then call them to find this out. And they weren't going to tell me if I didn't call them. Sketchy. You guys were foul on that one. There was no reason why you should have done that to anybody. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so that's been my week. And now, and the inconvenience now is I don't have a credit card because I've canceled it. I have to wait for a new one. And it's so inconvenient. I have to reset all my recurring bills on that card or whatever. It's so annoying. What have you been up to since the last episode? I have consumed no content. No content has been consumed. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> At least no new content. I'm still, I'm still working my way through all of the content of Pedro Pascal. But, hey. but fun life things have been happening. John and I booked a trip to Paris and Amsterdam this spring. So excited. This trip has been so long coming. Y'all, I, I am the least well-traveled person. I have been to Canada once. I have been to Mexico once. And both of those were to a resort. It was a ski resort and a honeymoon resort. So I have not, I have effectively done no international travel. <laughs> like between not having money and not having time. I didn't travel at all in grad school. I graduated from grad school in December of 2019. So we moved and then it was immediately not a time to travel anywhere. <laughs> So, and obviously, like, we've been able to travel for a while, but it's just been, like, you know, life things getting in the way and da 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 But, like, this trip is, like, so, so, so many years coming, and I'm so thrilled. I'm so hyped. <laughs> so, listeners, shout me out if you have good ideas of what to do in Paris and Amsterdam. Have you been to e either or both of those cities? You've been to Paris and also Amsterdam. I don't know what you're into. Of course, there's <laughs> the regular tourist shit. Go see the fucking Louvre. Go stand under the fucking tower. I've actually not done either of those things. <laughs> I've not done either of those things. If you find any underground gay bar, just go. Just fucking go. Don't mm. even question it. Go wherever it is. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The people there are chill. It's great. Um, and of course, the food is good. I'm not giving them too much credit, yes. but the food is good. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you have an extra day or an extra two days, go to the countryside. I personally enjoyed the relaxed vibe of the countryside and going to see how the rich people in Monaco live. Mm. That right there is my aspiration in life. I got there and I had a whole <laughs> new ambition. I was like, this, this is my new ambition. You know what? You have fun. You have tons and tons and tons of fun. I will. I will. And I, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some hijinks, but I feel like every time you come back from international travel, like, is it international travel or is it you? Because it's me. <laughs> like, it's, me. It's, <laughs> it's you. Just some weird shit happens to you every time. It's me. I'm telling you right now, it is me. Your expectations going in have to be low. You you can't, I mean, whatever you see is what you see. I can't, I don't want to bias you in any way, but I'll tell you right now, you know what New York looks like. Paris is an older version of New York. Not as rowdy, <laughs> but definitely as dirty, if not dirty. It depends where you stay. Otherwise, it the people there are just, they're nonchalant about a lot of stuff that Americans are uptight about. So that alone is kind of freeing. It's all vibes. Oh yeah, I think you're going to have fun. Yeah. I think you're going to have fun. And if you don't, come back and tell us. Please tell us. Either way, it will be podcast content. So the listeners will hear. <laughs> okay, so on St. Patrick's Day, before everyone got there and we went full Irish experience, 
a couple of us met up at this place, the People's Drug. That was the weirdest fucking place. Like, we walk in. Really? I think some somehow, like, both of us, like, his description was, like, it's like you go to a town, like, in, like, the rural south, but near, like, a college town where there's, like, one bar that's, like, sort of trying to be hip and has gotten all these random, like, pieces of, like, this is what fancy city restaurants have and, like, has all of these, like, garbled pieces of it. I said it's, like, if AI designed a restaurant, like, it, it was just, it was so weird. It was wow. weird. It was, like, like, the name, I think, is a reference to, like, a pharmacy and there were some pharmacy things, but then there were, like, some diner things. A broken slushy machine, like, behind the counter. Somebody made a lot of choices. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Just putting this rant on the podcast about a very specific restaurant near my very specific home, but... Was the food at least tasty? No. We also got hummus that was, like, with roasted garlic. That was the rawest raw garlic taste I have ever... Ooh! No, sometimes I have to, like, learn the hard way who I can and can't take uh, recommendations from. (laughs) (laughs) Here we have it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Let's do it. Let's get three out of three again today. I'm hype. Let's do it. All right. Trivia question number one, the first, well, statement and then a question. The first president to receive a Secret Service code name was called General, even though he was only a captain in World War I. Who was that president? Oppenheimer. <laughs> I, I don't even know if, was Oppenheimer ever a president? No. Okay, well, <laughs> I really wouldn't know. Isn't he, didn't he like design the atomic bomb or something? Yes. Isn't that World War II? <laughs> Oh shit! You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. There were no atomic bombs in World War One. Yikes! Well, yeah. I went to public school, guys, so bear with me. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> Who was president in World War One? Oh, World War One was like I'm... what? 1920s? Yeah, World War One. 1919. Yeah, it was like. like... Oh God! No, don't. <laughs> My husband John is overhearing me thinking through this trivia question and. <laughs> He got, he got an actual education, and so he's okay. John, all right. World War World War One was like late 1910s through like early 1920s, right? 1914 to 1918. See, I said 1919. Why was I wrong? Okay, there's nothing to show off. Okay, that's we weren't that wrong. Illumina thought Oppenheimer was president, so <laughs> let me just throw you under the bus now. <laughs> like, hey, I went to public I'm school. I'm under there, and you're under me, under the bus. Not only did I go to public school, but I also did not grow up in this country. So your fucking history is not my fucking problem. <laughs> That's true. That's true. John wants to know if you were thinking Eisenhower instead of. You know what? Tell him I said yes. <laughs> well, Eisenhower is at least a president, so we're getting somewhere. I don't know when Eisenhower was president, yo. Is okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Is that one of those B-list presidents again? It's, it probably is. It probably is. Yeah, but this is someone, it seems like this is someone who was serving in the army during World War I and later became president. Oh. He was a captain in World War I, but then his secret service codename was General. Let's just say FDR. I have no fucking <laughs> clue what I'm doing. <laughs> the, the, the side eye, the side eye that my husband is giving me. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, the answer oh. is I don't know. But if either. it's a Secret Service code name, I don't even know what year the Secret yeah. Service came in. Herbert Hoover, wasn't he a president around then? Ooh. Hmm. He's a B-lister. What's the name of that one who was caught in the Watergate scandal? Nixon? Let's say Nixon. You know what? I'm going because of the, because I know nothing else <laughs> and I know that um, Nixon must have been after the first and the second world war. We're just going to say Nixon. <laughs> I mean, the the relative ages maybe, but the years I don't think are quite mathing. 
I mean, I don't have a better answer. I'm going to go with Herbert Hoover because, or Eisenhower. I feel like that's maybe what you meant to originally say. I mean, you can have that answer if you want. I, I would we like can, to, I would like to answers. amend the statement and just say Kennedy because that math seems a little better. We're counting this right if John's answer is right. There John has texted me, Teddy Roosevelt. Didn't I say FDR? Oh, sorry, a different person. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all Roosevelt's. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're adding that in. So we have Eisenhower, we have Kennedy, we have Herbert Hoover, and we have Teddy Roosevelt. FDR for good measure. And FDR. <laughs> and even JFK. So, question number one. The first president to receive a Secret Service codename was called General, even though he was only a captain in World War One. That president? Fucking hell, was Harry Truman. <laughs> it was a B-list president. Who it really was a B-lister. Oh, we just, we just guessed so many. <laughs> even John didn't get it. John was super wrong. Teddy Roosevelt was president before World War I. Herbert Hoover was in about the right time frame. So Herbert Hoover, then FDR, and then was Harry Truman, and then Eisenhower, and then Kennedy. We literally guessed the two presidents on either side of the right answer. Right. Because, oh. because the right answer was a B-list president. Okay. Question number two. There are at least fewer possible answers. Uh, tomatoes originated on which continent? We have had this question before because I thought it was Africa and it wasn't. Oh. I think we've had this question before and I want to guess it's Americas. Should I find a different one? I like that I don't even remember what trivia questions. <laughs> no, we can keep it, but I think it's the Americas. I think so too. We thought Italy because pasta, but it wasn't. Okay. So do we want to just each, each take an America? <laughs> yes. I'll take the North. I'll take South. There we go. <laughs> If it's not the Americas, okay. I'm going to be mad. Let's go. Let's see. Question number two. Tomatoes originated on the content of South America. Yay. Yay. We got one right that we have gotten before. <laughs> and we got it wrong the first time, I'm sure. Okay. Question number three. Actor Keanu Reeves was a founding member of the band Dogstar. What position did he play in the band? I feel like Keanu Reeves is giving like frontman energy. So he had to be some vocalist of some sort. Yeah. But I've never seen him do any, like, singing. Mm, that's a good point. Not that he would have to, or that he even necessarily was good to be a singer in a band, but yeah. But, like, I don't think that he's, like, f like he's too much of a front man, I feel like, to be, like, a bass player. But I don't know. Right, if right. Maybe that's exactly why he probably was a bass I don't know. I, can't, I don't see him as a drummer. You know what? If I take drummer and you take vocalist, we would have uh, two out of four p possible positions right. Do you think he's a lead guitarist? He was the triangle person. Yes. <laughs> Just shaking the tambourine. Godspeed to us. Okay. Actor Keanu Reeves was a founding member of the band Dogstar. The position he played in that band? Wow, it was bassist. <laughs> the one we what? like. What? The one like that the we thought it wouldn't be. Out. Wow. Well, good career change. I'm glad that you stuck to acting, Keanu, because <laughs> you've given us some really good movies. So thank you. Yes. Anyway, enough. one out of three is awful. So we'll see how the week goes. <laughs> and the only one was one we've had before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least we didn't like have a repeat that we got wrong. Like that would be. Can you imagine if we had a repeat question and we got it wrong and that's the same week we got zero out of three? That's very on brand for us. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing better than that. And that's the best we can hope for. All right. So the topic we'll be discussing today is shoes. Oh my God, shoes. Let's get some shoes. <laughs> If we have any youths on the line, this is a reference to uh, an old early YouTube video, like a sketch comedy thing about shoes. It's it's very unhinged. It's Extremely. In, in the very particular unhinged way of like early internet videos. And you know what's funny about that is the song Shoes 
became such a cultural phenomenon that if you walked into a club, it would be playing. Mm-hmm. It was the wildest shit. And it was it was around the same era that we had Benny Benassi's um, push me and then just touch me till I can get my satisfaction. What the fuck was that era? <laughs> I, what? Anyway, shoes. No, it's it takes up permanent space in my brain. Like when I hear the word shoes, I think, oh my god, I shoes. Got shoes. <laughs> it, it's in there deep. Today's topic is not the YouTube video shoes. Today's video or today's topic is actual shoes. So let's level set on what type of shoe people we are. So the internet told us a fact that we have no way of verifying, which is that the average woman has twenty one pairs of shoes. So how do you compare to the average woman? I think in terms of shoes that are in my regular rotation, I definitely don't have up to 21. I would say I'm batting somewhere near nine, but heavy wear, like two, maybe mm. even one. But yeah, how about you? Do shoes. you have 21 pairs of shoes? I have definitely more than 21 pairs of shoes. I would say I have, I would say I have at least 30 pairs of shoes, and I just recently made myself get rid of a bunch of shoes. I am shocked that you only have nine pairs of shoes, because you have some... The shoes you have are very remarkable. Like, I remember pairs of your shoes. Right. No, I have so many pairs of shoes. So many heels. Like, the number of black heels alone. I probably have nine pairs of black heels. Mm, like, really? Just different, like, wedges, high, low, open-toed, closed-toed. Like, I have so many shoes. Men's <laughs> shoes are not that exciting. If you get a black pair of sneakers, yeah. it's a black pair of sneakers. I have, like, four <laughs> pairs of black sneakers, by the way. I only wear one. Because <laughs> they all do the exact same fucking shit. But it's the most comfortable one of all four, so I wear that one. No, I mean, I definitely have, like, probably, like, five pairs of shoes that are, like, well and above the others in terms of how often I wear them. But, like, although I, I just recently finally convinced myself to get rid of a lot of them. But there are some that are, like, purple floral pattern that, like, barely matches anything, so I don't wear them that often. Like The shoes I wore to your wedding, I wore them only to your wedding. I couldn't tell you where those fucking shoes are. Hmm. So maybe I do have 21 pairs of shoes, but I'm not counting shoes that I haven't set eyes on in the last year. Hmm. So maybe I do yeah. have more than 21, but that's the other thing you, I was going to say to you. Every time I say the the number or the word 21, 21, 21, 21, can you do something for me? Where Drake is like really going far, just leaning so far into flirting with 21 Savage. No, I was just doing 21 Savage's awkward background part. <laughs> Where Drake is like 21. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no. I love Drake for that. I only know the part that became tiktoks which is really drake's part but 21 is like in the background just saying like 21 what are your favorite pa- types of shoes heels maybe not in terms of what i wear the most but i just i love a high heel just like a stiletto specifically although i like i've pretty much phased wedges out and i told you i just got pair of rid of my last pair of shoes that had cork so good riddance to that trend but like a stiletto i just love a stiletto i love how they look i love how i feel in a stiletto like i love to wear just like Black dress, black whatever, like absolutely plain, and then like a really great pair of stilettos. I'm sorry. If you've never worn a pair of of stilettos in your life, this is your wake-up call. This is the universe telling you. And by universe, I mean me. I am the universe. Get yourself (laughs) a fucking pair. Do yourself a favor. I'm not saying they're going to give you ankle support because... No. But you're not wearing those for ankle support. They are Mm -mm. class A shoes. They don't need ankle support. Oh, no. Yeah, stilettos will betray you the first chance they get, but... (laughs) A lot of the stilettos that are popular now are... It'll be type of fashion where the heel is as far back on the heel heel of the shoe as possible. They're not right under your heel. They're all the way to Mm. the back of the shoe. And like the... I don't know how to explain it. And those, oh my God, the balance on those shoes requires footwork. If you mm. take the heel instead of being at the furthest part back and just move it like one inch, one inch into the middle where it's literally directly under the heel of your foot, you get more mm-hmm. balance. 
but they will never design them like that. <laughs> they do design some like that, and those are easier to walk in. But the ones where they're all the way in the back, those are the ones. Yep. <laughs> I did this bullshit. Speaking of heels, by the way, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows on the record, I do love this stiletto too. That this is my favorite shoes. I won't even lie. There's no reason for me to be here telling lies. I went to a friend's birthday dinner in Arbor, Baltimore. And if anybody's been there to any of those bougie ass fucking restaurants, you'll know something about Inner Arbor, Baltimore. Those streets have cobblestone. Yeah. And I wore five inch stilettos. And I don't mean <laughs> stilettos, which are pumps. There was no platform under the ball of my foot. It was straight up five inch up and down. And I hit a patch of cobblestone. There was no, and you know, by the way, stilettos are in a different class of their own because sometimes the actual heel can be something like one and a half centimeter at the thinnest part so it's at least sturdy enough to hold your weight the shit i was wearing was half a centimeter at the lowest part it was like a dagger into the ground and when i tell you <laughs> them ankles were wobbling and i had to make it look graceful because i was also wearing wide leg pants which could easily get caught in the heel of the shoe it was and then when i was going home at the end of the night i had to like make sure nobody was looking and i had to just quickly hobble across the car <laughs> Let's give them the Viola Davis walk. I also love boots though, especially like the really tall boots. Yes. A boot that has a stiletto heel on it is also excellent. Mm. It's also yes, really yes. excellent. I love those. There was a time when every, like probably every shoe I owned was from Payless. Same. Or like a thrift store. Like the only place I got new shoes was Payless. I wonder what the kids are doing. Like, I'm sure we're not the last poor people on the planet. Gee, I wish we were. But <laughs> like if people are, you know, trying to make ends meet in 2023 where are they shopping if payless is out of business I don't know. maybe online maybe there's some online stores that are slightly more walmart. affordable walmart i feel like probably shout out to walmart man i had somebody make fun of payless to me clearly someone who did not know my background <laughs> make fun of payless to me while i was wearing payless shoes and complimented my outfit mm. <laughs> so like no, I think you can you can get some like cheap shoes that can look good. Like actually some like there's been a few pairs of shoes that are not like they're not as cheap as Payless, but a few pairs of shoes from like Target that have mm -hmm. been like staples, like mainstays of my of my heel collection that have been really good. And I feel like shoes generally are more expensive because they require a lot more like construction and a lot more a piece of clothing like it needs to be constructed well to like lay nice, but just to like function as a piece of clothing. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect, but right. shoes, like, you're putting so much force on them. Mm -hmm. Like, they have to mechanically do so much in addition to looking good. I feel like that's what happens with the cheap shoes. You can get cheap shoes that look good. They will just disintegrate. <laughs> oh, yes, and I have been. Chrissy, we went out to dinner in D.C., and the heels that I was wearing broke. Broke as I was standing oh, on them. That's right. I've also had a pair of heels break while I was out walking around in them. It is a, it is a truly unfortunate experience. Although I will say I'm guilty of buying shoes on the cheaper side and just like, if they break, they break. <laughs> I'm that's, terrible. And that's the poverty mentality. When I tell you, I, I don't buy expensive shoes. I see them and I'm like, they're nice and I would like to buy them. And then I start thinking about how much they truly cost. Like those Nike shoes, I went on the website, I built it because it was going to be the same price to just buy something that had an inventory than to customize yours. So I was like, I'll just see how deranged I can be with this customization. So I went, I customized it. I got all the things that I thought were cute on there. And then when it was time to buy them, I was like, Mm, not spending $170 today. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I got it. So I didn't. Instead, what I did is I went on Amazon and I bought a $29 pair of shoes, mm. which I know mm -hmm. they might disintegrate shortly. But I'm like, at least I didn't spend $170. But chances are the $170 pair of shoes would have been better. Obviously. Hopefully, actually, because that's not always the case. But mostly, although the general rule is true. It is true. 
I have had shoes on both sides be exceptions. Like I've had shoes from like Target and Payless that lasted for like ages. I've also had like expensive pairs of shoes break like very quickly or like disintegrate. And like, not that these were like super, super expensive shoes, but it was at least a brand name. I got like Steve Madden shoes that broke in like two <laughs> wears. Okay, Steve Madden ain't shit. I'm sorry, I have a yeah. Steve Madden shoes. <laughs> Steve Madden shoes are the most awkward. They look good, they're not functional. No. Steve Madden shoes are not functional. They look good, but they are not <laughs> functional. It was terrible. They had like leather, like elasticy leather straps and like the whole backing came off of all the straps and the straps were like coming loose from the bottom. Like it was, <laughs> it was a mess. Yeah. What are the most expensive shoes you've owned? Oh, this is, this is a good question. I dragged my dad into an Ugg store in college. I needed winter shoes and all the kids were wearing Uggs. And I was like, hey, so I went and I got a pair of Uggs. My dad thought the shoes were so ugly because they were essentially the Uggs, but they were the men's version that had like the really thick bitumen um, soles. And they had like the mm. sheep, f- whatever lining. And at the time they were like mm-hmm. over $200 and I made my dad buy them for me. And he looked at me like, have you lost your fucking mind? $200 for this ugly piece of shit? And I was like, it's going to keep my feet warm and it will do a great job in this Pittsburgh winters. I got the shoes. Tell me why. I didn't think that through. Oh, no. Because the shoes are warm. Yes. But as you step on them for as long as I did, they get matted on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So they don't become, they don't stay plush forever. I guess you could change the insoles if you really cared and had that kind of money. And I didn't. Also, Uggs, by definition, don't have laces. You can't tighten them around your ankles. So if there is any water that comes up to your calf, it trickles down into where? The fucking shoe. And the shoes are plush sheep wool on the inside. <laughs> so the inside gets wet. Every time I wore those shoes, I couldn't wear them for another one and a half weeks after because the sun don't shine in Pittsburgh. And where am I supposed to dry them? So I have to leave the shoes out to dry every time I wore them for another seven days, if not 10 days. So it just it defeated <laughs> the purpose. They were very impractical. They were expensive. And when I did wear them, I enjoyed wearing them. But I couldn't wear them every day. Now, I think that's my fault because I should have just bought a different design than what I actually got. But yikes. How about you? <laughs> What's the most expensive pair of shoes you've owned? I feel like the answer is actually kind of boring and maybe surprising giving my previous answers, but I think it would be like hiking boots or winter boots because like, like I think it's probably my hiking boots actually, just because they're like fancy performance, like whatever, whatever boots. And in Connecticut, you needed like, you needed the top of the line winter boots. Oh God, I'm so glad I don't live in that place anymore. <laughs> the most expensive, like non- like specialty like use shoes that i have i believe are the ones that betrayed me no new year's 2015 into 16 i want to say betray absolutely betrayed (laughs) me this beautiful pair of like you know that color that's like it's like not gold it's not silver but you can sort of make it work with either oh yeah weird color um it's that they're they're that color they're like open-toed like this sort of like textured that like metallic print but then with like gold like laces that go up around the leg gorgeous shoes um i got them and wore them for the first time at a new year's eve party out at a bar in new york city and my feet started to hurt quite badly at one point in the night and usually i can i'll thug it out for a little while but usually because i wear stilettos so often i have just this little pair of flats that just like fit in a purse they're literally just like the bare the barest bones of like the sole of a shoe with like little elastic to keep it around so that I can take my shoes off, carry them around and, you know, not be quite the drunkest girl at the party with no <laughs> shoes on. But, but I had forgotten 
I had forgotten my little purse flats and they, so they were hurting, they were hurting, they were starting to hurt bad enough that I was like, maybe I will just be barefoot at this party in New York City, except that a bunch of people had dropped drinks on the dance floor and they no. were in glass, they were in glasses. So there was like literal glass on the dance floor. So I was like, I guess I'm wearing these shoes. I like, I actually injured my foot. Like I actually like- I'm so sorry. Are you quite badly injured my foot. <laughs> from wearing those heels for so long. Uh-uh. They betrayed me. The most expensive pair of heels I've ever had, and they betrayed me big time. When I wear heels, I've worn heels to go out dancing before. And I know it's not ideal, but the outfit comes first. Like, the outfit mm-hmm. comes first. Let, this is my level of unhinged with shoes. That pair of shoes I just described, I still own them. I still wear them. I wear those shoes. No. I got a bigger gel pad for the bottom, and I make sure I don't wear them as long. But I still wear those shoes that literally injured me. And the thing is, I've discovered mm-hmm. this trick now. You know the straps that you can get straps for your ankle support in stilettos. If I'm wearing stilettos for literally more than 10 minutes, meaning if I know, by the way, shout out to wide leg pants that are so long, they cover a multitude of sins. If I know that my ankles are going to be support, are going to be covered, I'm putting a strap on the stiletto. No mm-hmm. fucking way. I need that ankle support because when you lift, you know that nonsense that people keep their foot arched the whole time when they're in stilettos? I don't have arched mm. feet. I can't do that bullshit. I've never been a ballerina <laughs> in a day in my life. When I lift that shoe off the ground, if I don't arch my foot, the whole shoe doesn't come with it. So I risk mm. my foot slipping out of the shoe or when I put my foot back down, it comes down at a weird angle. So I put the straps on, meaning no matter how I do it, if I lift my foot off that floor, the shoe's coming with my foot. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing these games. Oh no, I'm all about the aftermarket modifications on shoes. Like, What do you prioritize when buying shoes? When I'm buying the shoes, I prioritize looks. I'm extremely particular. Like when I have a vision of a shoe I want in my head, I want that shoe and I will hunt down that fucking shoe. And sometimes it doesn't exist and it makes me very mad. Yep. And I'm like, why would you? I, I'm like, I get so mad, I'll see it. And I'm like, it's this except with a pointed toe. Like, or this except... Uh, except that the heel is clear on this one. Like it drives me crazy because I can picture the shoe in my head. But as a result, when I do find the shoe, it's not necessarily the most comfortable shoe. So like big fan of aftermarket modifications on shoes. Any pair of shoes, especially heels that I get, gel pad in the ball of the foot, like strip on the back of the heel, every pair of shoes. Arch support in some like full on inserts and arch support in some of them. You know what I started doing? Actually, I didn't just start doing this. I've been doing this for a very long time. Band-aids go on my shoes. If it's a pair of stilettos, band-aid... You know that mm-hmm. the, the part that kisses your Achilles, if it mm-hmm. rubs too much, it will rub the skin off raw. So what mm-hmm. I do is I make it a fashion statement. By the way, if you are a fucking stiletto designer and you steal this fucking idea in your design, I will sue you. <laughs> All my shoes have band-aids that run inside the shoe. So they run lengthwise. So starting from the part of the shoe that rubs your Achilles, it's wrapped in band-aid and the band-aid goes down the back of the shoe as well as the inside of the shoe. So if you look at all my stilettos, it just looks like a piece of beige strip comes down the dead back of the shoe. Every single one of my stilettos. And it just now looks like a trend for all the stilettos that I wear. It just looks like a trend. Yeah, but I didn't buy the shoe like that. That's literally a CVS (laughs) band-aid. But it makes them more comfortable because especially if it's patent leather, it will rub and you will be miserable. Yeah. I also like something dumb about my wardrobe is like I have way too many aesthetics. Like just like sets of different aesthetics. Versatility. Yes. (laughs) Well, I need more like versatile pieces. I have like I make it work. And by make it work, I mean, I just keep buying more clothes and shoes. But everything I have, I need in like black, brown, white, silver, gold, like so that it like any style of shoe and any color of thing that I want, I have closed toed, open toed. I'm less neurotic about it with like the casual shoes. I am not I did not realize before this episode how neurotic I am about shoes. Wow. 
We are doing some self-learning on this. <laughs> self-learning. Are you saying that if you like a specific type of shoe, you try to get it in different color variants so you can pair it with more things? Yes. Although not necessarily the exact same shoe. Although sometimes the exact same shoe in different colors. But I see. I, yeah. I try not to do that because like I want all my shoes to be very distinct. Yeah. I don't want you to see that I've worn it in a different color, a different variant. Like if I'm wearing this pair of shoes, I've committed to this specific style and this specific color. I've committed. So the only mm. thing that's the only wear that gets different is when it comes to stiletto, I don't like a round nose stiletto. Mm. To me, they're ugly. Yeah. So it has to be a sharp nose stiletto. Unfortunately, if it's a sharp nose stiletto, that's that's it. So now I have like three stilettos, maybe four, maybe five, I don't know, maybe seven, who knows. And they're just now in different colors. No, I do love a statement shoe too. Like something that's like very unique and that doesn't go. I get shoes like that for like the shoe is the outfit. Like, yes. How high is too high of a heel? Say it with me. The limit <laughs> does, does not, not exist. exist. Seven and eight inch shoes are more difficult to come by. And they only come by in the style of pleasers or stripper mm -hmm. shoes, which are not exactly my style. Mm -hmm. I don't own any pair of Louboutins because I just don't have the money for it. But if no. I did, I would buy the most obnoxious one. The most obnoxious <laughs> one. I there is no height that is too high. What there is, is a heel that is too low. I cannot stand the little kitten heels. Dragon. Make it flat or make it a high heel. I cannot. The, the one and a half, two inch heel. Oh, I can't stand oh, it. Yeah. I can't stand it. I can Like if it's oh. a two inch, inch heel and it's like a block heel, I can kind of see it as like a work shoe. But if it's like a very yeah. thin stiletto that's only one and a half inches, I'm like, just be barefoot. <laughs> this is not doing anything for anybody. They just look yeah. so weird. It looks like you're flat footed that's and then you just like stuck a pebble under you. Like. No. Yeah, the little stumpy heel. Like, yeah, especially when it's a, sh a short stiletto. Like, the little stumpy heel makes me so sad. It makes me so, so angry. I hate it. It's I hate aggravating. it. Like, the dude, I don't have many high wedges anymore. I do have some, like, platform sandals, which are flat and, like, tall. Mm -hmm. But I don't have many, like, wedge high heels anymore. Like, if it's going to be a low heel, I do think, like, a block heel or, like, a a very gradual wedge like sandal I like, but yeah, the like kitten heel stilettos, I just, I won't wear ones that are less than three stilettos. <laughs> Ideally five. Ideally yes. five. Yes, I was a point ballet dancer for many years. So like I, <laughs> like my feet had been through a lot worse, <laughs> a lot worse than a high heel. I didn't find it that bad. I feel like there's a little bit of a learning curve, but once you do it, you it's not, I don't know. How did you find it? I still find it rough. Yeah? When nobody's looking, I give the Viola Davis walk. The moment people are looking <laughs> at me is when I have to like straighten my back. But no, that shit is hard, yo. It is so difficult. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy by any means. I'm like very used to it because I wear heels so often, but like I'll go like running to make like the pedestrian light in a pair of heels. Like I'm... <laughs> That's not me. I would never, as in you will have to wait for me on the other side because I'm not running. When I tell you, when I'm wearing heels, I'm, more, I'm, I'm pretty much flat footed. There is no arch in my foot. There just isn't. So me wearing a five inch stilettos requires me to actively bend my foot downwards for every step mm. that I take. And then I have to wait for the ball of my foot to touch the floor so I have some balance on that foot before I raise the <laughs> other leg. People are just like, oh, you know, look. I'm like, no, no, no. This shit takes a lot of concentration. Don't distract me. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a lot. And then if there's like, especially Baltimore sidewalks where it's like there's a fucking tree stump, yeah. tree stump growing out. Or if my car is parked across the street and I have to like do a jaywalk, the car was coming and just <laughs> have to hit me. They just have to hit me because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running. I'm not running.
<laughs> and I think what it is is like I, if if it were like a boot that were that high heel, the boot would at least grab my ankle and it would give me a lot of ankle support. And like I would yeah. have more faith in just being able to stomp on the heel of that shoe. But in these little dainty mm-hmm. stilettos, I don't have any faith in stomping in these. Like mm-hmm. one wrong move, my ankle twists and we're on the floor. Like nothing can really replace the look of a pointed toe stiletto. If, like that's the look you want. Like the idea of having cookout stilettos is very funny, and I absolutely do have some that are are like that because I love to I love to wear a high heel on all occasions, including if I'm going to a cookout. <laughs> my life is so hard. When I have an outfit that would be perfect with fishnet tights, but then the only pair of shoes that works is a pair of open-toed shoes, and the last thing you want is the toes coming through the fishnets and the open-toed. No. <laughs> it just don't, it don't, it doesn't work. I've also seen the thing where, like, the straps that are really close to the toes, the toes just go the wrong direction and intertwine into the straps. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the wrong direction for that toe to be in. And you know it. You can fix this. <laughs> or when the toes, like, stick out the side. <laughs> the cliffhangers. Like the little baby toe. <laughs> You know when the heel starts to, um, you know how the heel starts to travel? You've worn mm-hmm. it so much that it either starts to tilt a little to the left or a little to the right or a little <laughs> to the back. And they're not mm-hmm. quite top to, like, they don't point straight into the ground anymore. That must be their favorite pair of shoes because you've seen that those shoes are worn and they are still pushing the life out of the shoes. I'm like, you might need to replace those because it's not it's not doing what you think it's doing. I had a pair of shoes that I loved that I, that I absolutely wore to that point, like the you know, the like fabric down around the bottom of the stiletto starts to like peel up and like the, I wore those shoes to death because I loved them, but I like, I was trying to find a replacement and I could not like, I wanted these shoes and I went on Poshmark and found these, like, well, first I tried to find anywhere that sold them. I couldn't, but I found like on Poshmark, someone selling like a, like mostly new pair of the exact same shoes in the exact same size. I was like, no, I want these shoes, (laughs) but I wore them to death. I'll wear those new pair to death. That has happened. I was so mad. I was wearing booty stilettos and I went to some club in DC. Dirty Goose, I think. They have a rooftop deck that has, obviously Mm -hmm. the deck has wooden slats on the floor. And of course, there was just enough room between the slats for (laughs) my stiletto to just boop. And I was out here trying to pull my foot out of that fucking way. When I pulled it out, it grabbed the the leather on the heel and stripped it. And I was was like, that's the end of these shoes. I will never wear these shoes again. Because what am I supposed to, I, there aren't that many shoes. If I, this were my country, I just go to like a, a cobbler and have them just strip mm-hmm. the whole heel and re. In the US, there maybe is, I did find one in Canton. Oh, by the way, the heel has a rubber part of it on the bottom that you can remove and replace once it wears down. And I tried mm-hmm. removing and replacing it and I grabbed the pliers and then I like, either I grabbed it too hard, but I broke the pin inside the metal part of the shoe that holds the thing. No. And I couldn't get it out. And I was like, and they were leopard print stilettos. They were so fire. And I told you to the cobbler, I was like, hey, look, I fucked this up. Do you think you can fix it? He was like, yeah, I can fix it, That I shouldn't worry about it. Tell me what this man did. He just sawed off like half an inch off the heel of the shoe to get the pin out. But of course, once you've sawed that part off, now the part that hooks into the pin is too wide. So the new pin he put in didn't even fit. So he just glued it in. So now I'm walking on two different shoes with different heel heights. And now the fucking rubber stopper just falls out. And I was so mad because if I knew that he was going to fuck the shoes up like that, I would have just thrown them away and called it a loss. But I lived in a sorority house with a bunch of people in Pittsburgh and there were Uggs lined, lining the door, all covered in their salt from the road. <laughs> Not the salty Uggs. Ah. That was the trademark of a Pittsburgh college girl. She was wearing Uggs covered in salt. That was Covered it. in salt. But I can't believe you never had a pair of Uggs. Never had a pair of Uggs. I think they're hideous. I thought then that they were hideous. I think now they're hideous. You were right. And you, I'm glad you missed that movement because yikes. I don't know 
where all the people who wear Uggs. What, did, <laughs> I have not seen anybody in Uggs in the last five years. I know one person, but it's my mother-in-law in Connecticut. So <laughs> that might, maybe that answers the question. She's got her purple Ugg boots. They're, those are fine. I'm sure purple is a nice color, but I don't know what. They're, it's, it's better than the plain Ugg boots. I will say that. Like if you're going to go with these fucking, these kind of boots, like. You might as well. Makes something special. Oh, the jelly sandals. Did you have jelly sandals? I didn't. I don't think they made them for men back then. Mm. But you know what I predict? At some point, these bullshits are going to come back. You know they will. Oh, yeah. And once they do, oh, yeah. you know who's getting a pair? <laughs> you. It's me. <laughs> I'm getting a fucking pair. I, I, and I can't wait for the fabric of Lycra to come back. I will mm. wear the shit out of Lycra if Lycra ever comes back. For those of you kids listening, you really? know what Lycra is. Look it up, motherfucker. When Lycra and jelly shoes come back in fashion, I don't care if I'm 80 years old. My dear, I am rocking them shits. I've, I'm committed to the cause. I can't oh. wait. You know how you wear stilettos in a hardwood floor? Mm-hmm. That satisfaction of that clack. Clog, clogs reverse that. Your clogs <laughs> are the hardwood floor and the regular floor is just the hard surface. And when you walk <laughs> with clogs, it's, the click is so satisfying. It is so fucking satisfying i stand by clogs if clogs ever come back i will be the first person in line wait so i'm imagining like like the little like dutch like clogs painted with the flowers like what where did you get where did you even buy wooden clogs like what (laughs) they're just like these they look like tap dance shoes but they're a little wider Mm. and they're just like slip on slippers you just put your foot right in there and as soon as you lift your foot and you drop it on the floor, it just gives you that satisfying hardwood clack. It's, it's so good. Oh, you mean only the bottom is wood? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen these. I can imagine they do make a very satisfying sound, though. The, yeah. I love, 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 love clogs. Yeah. Hermes has them. Yeah. Hermes has them. Oh, my God. They're like mules, but... No, but Crocs are... Crocs, if there is anything good about clogs, Crocs has taken it all away. Crocs are just, people are like, oh, like they make good shower shoes. Like a pair of flip-flops does and they're easier and better and less hideous. And people put the fucking charms. I hate Crocs. I think Crocs Crocs are the new Uggs. Whatever we were going through when we wore Uggs that vehemently is all people are going through as they're wearing Crocs right now. They've got holes all, like who, who rationally sat there and was like, it's like a pair of clogs. We make it out of plastic and we cover it in holes. Would you buy those Balenciagas or would you buy the ones that look like socks? (laughs) that's a good question i don't like the ones that look like socks i hate the ones that look like socks i don't get it (laughs) i I honestly don't get it although i would probably take those over the the croc heels the balenciaga croc heels if i had to take either one which i don't want either one right yeah i I, kind of see your point i kind of see your point can we talk about heelys for a second and light up shoes i'm gonna put them in the same pot because there was a certain era i by the way i'm still very much in favor of light up shoes if i find a pair of light up shoes yes i'm on board I am on board. I love light-up shoes. Oh, you know what I want? I want light-up stilettos. Christy, you might have done something. You might have just done something. Why? Do these exist? And if they don't exist, like, can we go into business? Because I need light-up stilettos. And only the stiletto part lights up or the entire shoe. I would think either just the stiletto or, like, the stiletto and just around the sole. Mm. But I don't know. It'll be like Billie Jean, but in reverse. Remember that Billie Jean Michael Jackson video where he was walking and the floor was lighting up everywhere he stepped? This time, the stiletto is just LED lights that light up when you hit them on the floor. We might have just done something. So We good. need to make these shoes and sell them because I know people who right now are listening to this and they understand what we've just envisioned. This is fashion. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need it. Oh, 
I love light up shoes. I used to have light up light up sneakers back in the day. Light up <laughs> shoes are great. Yeah, but Heelys are trash. Heelys are 10 out of 10 trash. I understand that they might have been fun. I never owned a pair of Heelys. Did you like them? No, no, I did not like them. And I feel like anyone who wore Heelys was like, the shoes themselves were bad. And also they just like said something about the person. Like that person was a menace. Someone who bought Heelys, like they were a menace already. And then the Heelys made them even like right. enabled them to be even more of a menace. I think that's really why I didn't like, like them. Not because I think the shoes could be fun, but there's a certain, like you said, a certain person who wore them that just threw the whole thing off. I just didn't want anything to do with it. I was in the liquor store right across the street from me, not two or three months ago. And I walk in and this man, store employee, rolls up to me in his Heelys. I had not seen a pair of Heelys in so many years. And the man just rolled up to me as if it was the most normal thing in the world. He's like, looking for anything in particular? It's like- You know what? I love the fact that this grown man is living his his best life. I don't know that I support it, but I support the general attitude. Yes, not the shoes. Yes, the, the, the confidence and being able to follow through with this very dumb decision. I love that. So that concludes our episode on shoes. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Big Empty Purse. Tweet us, message us, let us know what topics you'd like to hear us cover in the future. Next week, we'll be talking about to be determined. Until then, good luck. <laughs>